Good morning. It is 10.36 a.m. on this overcast but gorgeous. Oh, I'm loving this weather in the DFW. Can't it just stick around for like uh, the rest of the weekend? The rest of the weekend, please. <laughs> Anyways, it's August 19th, uh, 2021. I know everybody's like, don't remind me. Let's just, yeah. Don't say the year. Let's just forget about these these past two years and probably the next two years to come. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, I don't know if anybody has listened or if you have listened to my first episode. This is my second. Um, so after doing my first uh, podcast and uh, publishing it, um, I was thinking about the categories that they have you pick when you do a podcast on this on this anchor. Uh, is it Anchor? Archer? <laughs> Whoever's doing my podcast. Uh, sorry. Um, the categories. And I and there's a ton of categories to pick from, you know? Like, oh, is it music? Is it, you know, personal journal? Is it is it uh, books? Is it TV? Blah, blah, blah. And when I thought about it, I was like, well, let's see. I talk a little bit about this, that, 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 that. I actually talk about everything. I'm like a little, you know, twitchy squirrel. Just, just my brain goes all over the place, which is why I think I love this and I'm doing this and I think it's very healthy for me to be doing right now. <laughs> um, whether people listen or not, uh, if you are listening though, hi, thank you. And, uh, honestly, if you had any input or questions, uh, hopefully you keep it nice, but you know, that's life. Um, hit me up. I think there's an option. Um, to actually contact me if you do have any uh, questions or input or just want to say something, you know, about whatever it is I end up talking about. Um, but anyways, I, I couldn't put myself into one of those categories. I was like, there's not just, like, why, why can't I just put other, <laughs> you know? So I went ahead and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do personal journal. But then I found myself talking about my kids a lot. I think I did. If I remember correctly, I do. I talk about my children a lot. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I should do it be in parenting. And so now I'm in parenting. And I was like, well, yeah, but I'm also talking about my relationship a lot or jobs or the economy or, you know, like thinking about what's going on in Afghanistan or this whole pandemic situation. You know, my, we're going all over the place with different topics constantly. And I like that. I'm cool with that, you know? I don't know if you do, but hey, that's that's what I do. That's what I'm doing. And uh, so now I'm thinking, well, maybe I shouldn't be in just parenting. But I don't know. That's where I'm at right now. If you're listening and you're expecting to get just tons of parenting advice, eh, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, there might be a little bit of, you know, this is what I do. You know, this is what works for me or whatever stories, you know, when it comes to babies and children and family and whatnot. But... Yeah, I'm not sure where I fit in just yet. I'm, I'm not sure. I guess I guess I could go back to the personal journal. Um, uh, I should probably take some time to listen to other personal journal podcasts, you know, just to see what's up with that. But anywho, hi. Uh, that was just the morning thought I had with my coffee. Uh, DP, my little new preemie baby, is officially down for his morning nap. Hopefully he'll stay down for at least an hour or so. Um, I've got a lot on my plate today. I've got a ton of laundry that I am working on doing right now. I'm, uh, also prepping, uh, 
chicken for and veggies for tonight's uh, uh, fried chicken dinner I'm doing for the family. Um, yeah, I'm prepping already before before noon. I'm prepping for dinner tonight because for me it's work smarter, not harder. So if I get half of the shit done and prep half of the shit that I need for later tonight, especially when I've got a new baby, you know, then I won't, it won't be so much, there won't be so much chaos when the hubby gets home and the other three kids are here and dinner will be ready. <laughs> you know, I won't still be slaving away in the kitchen going, ah, you know, the screaming kid here, a baby screaming there, you know, a teenager locked in a room, two teenagers locked in the room. A hubby going, can I help with anything? No, baby, that's okay, but thank you. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. So, uh, I've also got a a ton I've been checking off my list. Uh, Speaking of the the preemie baby, DP, um, his name is Wade, but yes, we we, we are going, you're you're going to know him as DP, okay? He was born premature at 34 weeks. Mama had preeclampsia. Uh... Mama was in the hospital for 32 days straight. Talk about a mindfuck. I mean, I don't know if you've even ever been in the hospital for like three or four days. And by the end of that, you're going, I want to go home. Yeah. I was in there for 32 days. And I'm sure there's probably somebody out there who was like, I've been in there for three or four months. I think my brother, actually, my older brother was in the hospital once for like two or three months. Oof. So he felt my pain, you know. Uh, but anyways, he, he's a preemie, and he is my he, he's my last child. He was born on June 21st of this year. Um, I got my tubes done after the C-section. Thank God. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, my hubby keeps joking about knocking me up with a, another one, you know. Hey DP, you want to try for a Francis? <laughs> <laughs> nope, not gonna happen. I think he wants to kill me. I think he really does. <laughs> At 41 years old, with preeclampsia and hypertension this time, bad, 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 like real bad. Um, I think if I was to try try it again, it would kill me. Which is why Mama said, no, tie the tubes. Done. We are not gonna have any mercy. Knock on wood. I know that. No, don't even think about that, Rachel. Uh, but anyways, yeah, he's my last baby, and dude, he's totally different than my other three children. And one of my girlfriends said, well, he does have a completely different daddy. And I'm like, okay, yes, I take that into consideration, you know. Uh, now he looks like my other two boys. He's very similar. The truth is, is that all, all three of these boys could be my husband's children. You know, he's stepfather to two of them, of course, but they, they, they look like they could be his kids too. Um, <laughs> that's the truth of it. And this one is looking a lot like my last one did. Almost twinsies. Or triplets, I guess we could say. You know, 13-year-old, the almost 5-year-old, and now the preemie, 3-month-old. Yeah, all three of them shares major similarities. It's like I, you know, they're like dual carbon copies of each other. But his his personality, oh my lord, his personality is completely different. So like my last baby before DP, uh, 
Oh my gosh. Oh, he was such a happy baby. He's such a happy little kid too, but he was such a happy baby. You know? He he, he just he was. And I'm not saying the DP's not a happy baby. But he's very Oh, you can tell he's our kid. He's he's stubborn. He's stubborn as fucking hell, even at a preemie three months. And not just stubborn, but he's uh, very vocal. And uh, <laughs> now I want it now. I want it all, and I want it right now. Um, but yeah, his personality is yeah, it's completely different than what I'm used to. Thank God, I'm a completely different parent though too. Um, I yeah. I'm glad, grateful for that. I'm a lot more patient. Um, I think I've said this before, but yeah, that's what happens. I, I believe after, you know, three kids, the fourth one's just like, oh, don't care. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> you alive? <laughs> you healthy? You happy? Okay, you're good. <laughs> uh, but it's so strange to see how different his personality is. And it, it caught me. It really did catch me off guard. Because yeah, I'm just it's it's learning all over again about this tiny little human being and who and what they are, you know. It's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh sorry if you hear background noise. Uh like I said, I'm doing laundry. <laughs> Don't be looking at me like that. If you have laundry to do, get it done. Ah. <laughs> uh, Anyways, um, yeah, and I'm, I'm prepping dinner. Uh, gold star for this girl. Um, yep, getting dinner prepped for tonight. Cooking is something I love to do. And cooking for my family is something I take pride in. Um, I've always said that if I, if I cook for you, you know that I care. I care. Now, on some level, if I cook for you, it's be- it, I care. You're like family at that point. Or I appreciate you to that extent. It's my way of showing love and appreciation and all that jazz. Um, I find it's relaxing, too. Not only do I love cooking for my family, you know, that's my way of showing love, but it's also very relaxing for me. And there's, there's nothing like getting an onion and just chopping or dicing or, or herbs. I, there's something about putting that knife in your hand and just dicing away, just chopping away. It's very, and especially I've got to have my music on. Oh, turn my Pandora on, maybe a glass of red wine, depending on what day it is, <laughs> what time it is. Uh, and just in the kitchen cooking and creating something that's just, mm, mm. Comfort. Mmm. Tasty. Mmm. I love cooking. I remember growing up, and I have a few pictures of it too. I remember growing up watching from a distance. I don't know if she knew I watched her. My mom's my mom's uh, not with us anymore. She passed away in uh, 2000 of breast cancer. Um, but I, w- I, there's a part of me that wishes, I wish I could ask her, you know, I wish, I wish, I want to know, did you, did you know I was watching you, mom? 
did you did you sense or see that I was paying attention to how you were doing that fried chicken or tossing that stir fry or you know even making that queso to this day I make my queso exactly how you do Oof, yummy yummy and she cooked for everybody and I think she enjoyed it. I think she did. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be totally wrong. I never, I was never able to ask her these questions. I was just becoming an adult when she passed. I was 20 years old. It's something I never, you know, never got a chance to ask though. Do you enjoy cooking? Did you enjoy cooking? Because you sure as hell did a lot of it. I still use your exact same recipes for the holidays. And the other family members, brothers and, you know, siblings of mine, they, they loved that. I make my cornbread dressing exactly how she did. It's tradition. Um, speaking of queso, you know, she, she, not, she not only cooked for everybody, I'm not just saying fa family and friends, but I can remember when we lived in Victoria, Texas for a while, or even, you know, when we were living in good old BCS, Aggie Land. Uh, I need to quit saying that. Um, if there was a uh, hurricane or something, a big storm blowing off the coast, the Gulf, um, she would, she would, I would always be like, Mom, why are you, why are you making, I love queso, you know, yay, yummy, yummy, but why are you making a huge thing of queso in the crock pot this late at night? Uh, well, you never know if, you know, some friends or family need to come stay with us for a while and if people show up and they're hungry or if somebody, you know, is just is in need of a place, a roof over their head while the storm blows over, you know, if they're hungry and just show up, then I have something ready for them. I remember that's exactly why, what she said. I remember that's what, what, what she said. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. That was love, you know? That was caring. Mm. But yeah, I wonder if she knew that I watched her, that I learned, you know? Although the first time I tried to do fried chicken, which I'm cooking tonight, I completely fucked up. <laughs> Did I mention I cussed like a sailor? Anyways, um, I remember <laughs> I tried to, so it was, I was also engaged for the first time at a very young age. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to cook like my mom. I wanted to make a homemade meal for him, just like, you know, a mama would do. And I wanted it to be fried chicken and mashed potatoes and corn on the cob. So I called my mom and I asked her um, to please talk me through how she would fry her chicken. And she did, she just, it's very easy. You just do this and do this and do that. And yeah, sounds, sounds simple, simple enough. But for the fucking life of me, Oh my God, I remember. I did everything the way she said to do it. And I even had her cast iron skillet. No, that's right. I didn't have her cast iron skillet at the time. Not yet. Um, but it was similar. And um, I remember, you know, keeping the chicken in there long enough. And it, the oil was deep enough. Keeping the chicken in there long enough to where it made it golden, but not burnt. But also, according to her, would cook the chicken. Fuck me, it did not. It looked so good. It looked like perfection. And those mashed potatoes were so tasty. That corn cob was just, it was yummy. Not not like I can make it now. Oof, I can make it some good now. I have learned some secrets. 
Um, maybe I'll share them with you sometime. <laughs> maybe we'll do a cooking episode. Uh, I'm sure we will. Um, but, um, we bit into that chicken and blood <laughs> just kind of coming out. It was, it was disgusting. It was raw. It was so raw. Oh, Gordon Ramsay would be screaming at me. Get your bloody ass out of here. <laughs> Get out of my kitchen. Don't come back. Is what he would say. Oh, epic fail. And I was so disappointed and so upset and so confused as to why, you know, why everyone else on the TV, on the internets, well, there's barely any internets at that time, but everybody else could do it just like she said. And it would come out to perfection. What the hell was I doing wrong? But instead of learning, even though I tried to figure out what the hell I was doing wrong, I said, you know what? Screw it. I wonder if I can boil my chicken first and, and actually season it by boiling it a little bit first. Then it's pretty much already cooked. And I wonder if, if I did that, if then it's, it's like pre-prepping and then all I have to do is, you know, my wash and flour, you know, season, extra seasoning and uh, fry it. And it'll be a perfect golden at that point. And you know, it's cooked. Will it still be juicy? Will it still be tender? Will it still be, will it be flavorful because I'm boiling it in, um, seasoning and, oh, it worked. It worked and it's freaking tasty and it was tender and it always has been tender and, oh, Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. So there's 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 my seat. There's my trick to my chicken. A lot of people have asked me how I cook my chicken, and when they find out I boil it beforehand, they're like, "What?" I don't know if anybody else does that. Now I well, I know they do. I've I've looked it up. There are some people who do. I'm sure Gordon Ramsay again, or anybody else who's who's a chef or cooks is also listening to me going, "Oh no 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 no, girl. <laughs> you want some? <laughs> that ain't Southern fried chicken. Oh yeah." taste it. <laughs> you tell me that ain't some good stuff. My children love it. And a few of my good friends still still know me by my fried chicken. I finally perfected it. Mm. Not the way maybe everybody else does it, but it's damn good and it works. And it actually cut out some cooking. Some, it actually cut out a lot of steps for me. Well, no, it added more steps. Yeah, it added more steps, but it's like, you know, early prep and then it's ready for tonight. Plus, I like to let it sit. I like to let it sit in its um, batter, flour coating in the fridge for a while. I think that that adds to the crispiness and the coating that you get on the fried chicken. I think it adds more to it. Kind of like, you know, like you bought a bucket of chicken somewhere. It does. You know, and yes, I double dip. Uh, my kids love it. My hubby loves it. Everyone who's had it says that they enjoy it. So, yeah. I just went on a tangent about cooking fried chicken before noon. Hmm. Are you hungry yet? Hmm. Yeah, we jumped all over the place there. But like I said, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to jump all over the place. I am a stay-at-home mom. And um, good morning. Still working on... No, not my first cup. Oh, lordy. I need to cut down on this coffee. I know I do. That's probably what's... Making my little one have a little bit of an attitude. He's like, oh, mommy's drinking lots of caffeine during the day. What What am I going to do? If I don't keep drinking this amount of coffee, I will literally not be able to function. I, will, I just, 
<laughs> you could retrain your body. Do I really want to try and retrain my body right now? Really? <laughs> it's right now. <laughs> uh, not sure if I have mentioned this before, but yeah, this kiddo is sleeps for an hour and a half to two hours. Sometimes I'm lucky if he sleeps at nighttime for about three or four, four hours. Once in a blue moon right now, four hours. Oh, yay. But I am, I'm up. And I probably should be napping now. They say sleep when they're sleeping. And I try to usually try to do that, but I got a lot of, a lot of crap to get done today. So anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm going every, every two hours, you know, <laughs> every, all night even. Mm. I told my husband I'm, I feel bad because I was thinking, you know, when am I going to be able to go to work again? When am I, you know, and I told him there is sometimes, uh, and I, I think, I think, yes, some of it has to do with that I got PTSD from my past relationship and the way that he, um, responded, treated me, even though he said he wanted to stay at home wife. <laughs> um, but I, I still, I think, yeah. I know I do a lot. I know I'm good at what I do, but sometimes, you know, especially in in this situation, you know, we do well. We 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 make it. We're happy, you know. We've got a good life, but I still can't help but think, you know, when am I going to be able to help contribute in that way again? You know, I I sometimes do you go, do you go through those feelings as a stay-at-home parent. You know, whether you're a man or a woman, whatever, if the other one's working a job that brings home a paycheck, do you ever go through those feelings sometimes of, I just, I know I'm contributing. And my husband will even tell me, Are you, you're, he, you could hear it in his voice at the very beginning when he's like, sweetie, you do contribute. That's his way in his tone of voice of saying, shut the fuck up, which means I love you in Spanish, according to him. <laughs> That's our little thing. Yeah, it is. It's one of our little things. Shut the fuck up. Oh, I love you too, we'll say to each other. <laughs> but he says, I, I, you do contribute. And I know I do. I know I do. But I can't help that feeling that sometimes just happens, you know? Of, you know, feeling like I want to pull my own weight when it comes to bringing in a paycheck. And I haven't done that in a while, you know? I don't know when I will do be be doing that again, just yet, and uh, yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. Now this will go on to the other thing that I've been thinking about lately, which I also brought up to. I I, I was discussing this with not only a friend, good friend of mine, one of my best friends, the other day, but I was also talking to my husband about this last night. It's just the thought I had. Uh, and I keep saying it's just the thought I had, and it's funny because of what I'm about to start talking about. Uh, I brought up the topic or the question of, and okay, some people are going to think I'm crazy, insane, whatever. But in a relationship, a family dynamic where you've got one who's bringing home the bacon, so to speak, the paycheck, and then the other one who's um, being the house parent. Uh whenever they get done with their days, you know, they're winding down from their days. They're talking to somebody 
and let's say they had a really bad day, whether either one of them, you know, if the husband or the wife, whoever, the person who's bringing home the bacon, so to speak, is complaining or bitching about their hard day and their coworkers or their boss or just how it was, you know, the stress of what it was or is for them. Nobody thinks twice about it, right? It's normal to bitch about your job, right? Off and on sometimes to have bad days, right? But, and maybe it's because of stereotypes. That was something we were discussing last night. Just, you know, thinking, talking, debating on it. You know, it was a good discussion. But if you're the stay-at-home parent, and let's say that you're having a hard day, and you complain about it or talk about it, whether it's, you know, no matter what it is, because let's be honest, your job is your life. So that could be anything that could be rough for you that day that you're going to talk about, whether it's the kids, whether it's, you know, you burn the fried chicken <laughs> or undercooked it or laundry's piling up or your husband's annoying the crap out of you or your wife's annoying the crap out of you, whatever your scenario is. When you, as the stay-at-home parent, do that, though, and I don't, you can't tell me I'm wrong because I have, I've heard this and I know friends of mine have heard this in different situations, but kind of similar. I've been told when, whenever I've done that, whenever I'm talking, I've had some people just look at me and go, oh, well, maybe you just got too much time on your hands. Wait a minute. What? Well, maybe you need to find a hobby or, or maybe you should, you know, start working again. Uh, What? Wait a minute. What? what? But I, I, that I am, I, but I am working. This is work. This, wait, but I do have a hobby. These are my hobbies. Too much time on my hands. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Okay. And I say that, but yes, I'm sitting here recording a uh, 30 minute, maybe 40 minute podcast. Um, but it's true. Uh, one of my good friends, she told me that uh, her mother-in-law at one point had said to her that uh, the, the topic of, you know, well, maybe you, you just, because there was relationship problems and the question of, well, maybe you just got too much time on your hands. And this has been thrown at me too before. If you're having your relationship issues, maybe you just got too much time on your hands and you're making up problems. Wait, <laughs> So you're telling me that if I had a job outside of the home or if I had an extra hobby that basically uh, the reason why I have these problems or I see these problems is because I have time on my hands. If I didn't have time on my hands or I was busy doing something else, I wouldn't recognize these problems. Therefore, I wouldn't bitch about these problems. Well, those problems would still exist, though. Bad days would still happen. So what, 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 so what's the difference there? Why is it that when the paycheck person does it, you don't blink an eye, but when the partner that stays at home does it, it's, oh, they've got too much time on their hands. They need a hobby, or maybe they should go back to work or they're creating issues because they have too much time on their hands. What is that? why somebody and yes i know you can play devil's advocate and i and i already have and it makes sense some of these things or even stereotype is it because of stereotypes is that what it is i don't know but to me it's like you're basically telling me that if i had all of these other things the problems would still exist i'd still have these bad days but i wouldn't care because i'd be too busy to care that doesn't sound good so let's just ignore all of our problems basically 
keep ourselves busy to where we don't have time to react to our problems, fix our problems, talk about our problems, communicate about our problems, fix our problems. What? Is that what you're, what? No, I don't know. Anyways, if anybody has any insight on that, feel free to chime in. Like I said, I think there is a way that you can, you know, email me or shoot me a message or something. Um, I'm new to this, so yeah. But there, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there is a way. So if you find it before I figure it out, <laughs> yeah. If you have an opinion on it, I'd love to hear it. Go for it. If anybody's listening. Uh, if not, well, that's okay too. So, um, yeah. This is what I do. And I'm going to keep rocking and rolling it. And uh, as Pink said, this is what I know so far. <laughs> if you have not seen that um, on Amazon Prime, you should. It's fantastic. Um, absolutely love Pink. Love, love, love her. And I just, wow. Yeah. She amazes me. But anyways, uh, peace out, Twitchy Mama. Uh, saying bye-bye. And, uh, yeah, until next time, uh, stay safe out there, guys. I'll talk to you later.